Welcome to Ask the Expert with noted radio host Steve Sleeper. Each week, Steve interviews entrepreneurs and professionals and shares their intriguing stories of success and service. Now, here's radio veteran Steve Sleeper. Our guest today is attorney Joshua C. Smith in Oklahoma City. He has represented over a thousand clients and has earned the reputation as a hardworking and strong advocate for those who face criminal charges, divorce proceedings, and injury litigation. I began the interview by asking him about his firm. I practice primarily in the Oklahoma City area, although I have practiced all through the state of Oklahoma and state and federal court, also city municipal courts as well. I have been practicing now for almost 10 years. I graduated from the University of Oklahoma, did my undergraduate there, and then also went to law school as well. Since opening my law practice, I have represented probably over a thousand clients in uh, various types of cases from criminal law, uh, family law, uh, personal injury and civil civil law, and even uh, doing some business law as well. What what happens after a person is arrested? So so once a person is arrested, uh, arrested, what generally happens is they're placed in a police car and and they're all often transported to jail. So once you're placed in the squad car and you're taken to jail, you're usually processed in, which can involve uh, getting a mugshot, uh, fingerprinting, and process through the jail. And a lot of times, uh, at least the way it is in my local county jail, uh, you are given a, a bond amount. And the bond amount is, is essentially just security for the county court to know that you are going to appear on your court date if they let you out. And that usually comes in the form of a bondsman and the bondsman will come and kind of sign for you and, and say that they will agree to ensure that you come back to court. And you're basically uh, given a bond amount, depending on what type of charge you have, the more severe charges, the higher the bond amount, because you are more of a flight risk if it's a serious charge. And, uh, but once you're given that bond amount, you can generally call a bondsman and pay about 10% of that bond, and, and you can get bonded out. What's the process after criminal charges are filed in court and a person gets a court date and all that? After you're through getting processed in the jail, a lot of times a police officer will write a report, and he'll submit that report to the district attorney's office, and the district attorney's office will review the report, and they'll determine if there's enough evidence to actually officially file the charges. And if the district attorney's office does file the charges, those charges will be written up and, and filed as a case. And, and then once the, that case is drafted up and filed, then you'll get an arraignment. And that's usually your first court date is the arraignment. And the arraignment is a, a really simple uh, court process. It's a lot of times it's just the judge will read you a copy of the charges, what you're officially charged with. He will verify that you're on bond or that you have a fair bond and then essentially we'll assign you to the correct docket depending on whether you have a felony case or a misdemeanor case and all that kind of stuff let me ask you this what's uh 
the difference between a felony and a misdemeanor? So a misdemeanor is uh, generally uh, your less severe crimes. They usually only carry a maximum of up to one year in the county jail. Uh, some of them carry less than that. They can carry up to 90 days or six months. If it carries more than one year, then it's generally going to be a felony. And felonies are obviously more severe, and uh, a, a felony conviction can also limit your opportunities later in life. And, and so they are much more serious and much more severe. Plea bargains. Do you see that a lot in, in the system? Do, should a person take it if they're offered one? Uh, they should consider it uh, because a lot of times a plea bargain is a way for them to get a less severe sentence. We can actually do a plea bargain where the case will actually be dismissed if they do a program or possibly do classes or something like that. And so they can be uh, fairly attractive. However, sometimes the plea bargain is, is not very good and, and it's in, it might be worse than the deal they would get if they were to go to trial or possibly be sentenced by a judge. So it really depends. And, and that's where I think your attorney comes into play. He'll help you kind of explain the pros and cons of a plea bargain, whether or not it's a good deal or not. And, and so you should really uh, rely heavily on your attorney's advice as to whether or not you should take a plea bargain or not. Okay, so let's say I plan on pleading guilty for whatever reason. Do I, uh, do I still need an attorney? Oh, absolutely. Your attorney can do a lot to help you. Um, there's, there's clients that I've had that have pled guilty and, 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 like I said, have avoided all jail time, all prison time, uh, can, can avoid having a conviction on their record, can get their case dismissed. And so, uh, but that's something that your attorney will have to do for you. If you just showed up to court and pled guilty, I mean, you could end up with a felony conviction on your record. You could end up going to jail. You could end up going to prison. And, and so if you're pleading guilty, you would especially want an attorney to make sure that you get a good deal. Josh, as we do this interview, Gee whiz, we're the end uh, towards the end of August, the year 2020. So that means we're six months into the COVID-19 pandemic. So how are you handling things? How how are you seeing people? Uh, what about the courts? That type of thing. So it it has been very interesting. It's it's essentially business as usual. I'm still staying in contact with all my clients, and they're doing a good job of staying in contact with me. We're doing a lot more stuff remotely over the phone uh, through Zoom meetings and, and stuff like that. Uh, we're trying to avoid face-to-face -face contact if possible. We are still back in the court, and, and so we're doing pretty much the similar stuff that we used to do in court. The only difference is they're limiting the number of people that can come in the courtroom at one time. Uh, they're staggering court dates, uh, which means that you know, we might have a docket at 9 a.m. and then another docket at 9.30 and 10 and all that kind of stuff to try to limit the number of people in, in, the, in the courthouse. But it is business as usual. Things are getting back to normal just with a little bit, uh, little bit of changes here and there. But uh, we're handling it well, and uh, I anticipate it's, it's only going to get better from here as we start to figure out the way to basically practice criminal law 
through a pandemic. And I think we're getting better at it every day. Our guest today has been attorney Joshua C. Smith. He can be reached at 405-919-8519. Thanks for listening to Ask the Expert with Steve Sleeper. Join us next time as entrepreneurs and professionals share their intriguing stories of success and service.